Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Actor's Guide. Oh, I've got a special guest back with me again. His name is John F. Henry II. Uh, you might remember him from a couple of weeks ago. He uh, came on the show, talked about his career, gave you guys some great advice uh, as far as just what to do when you just wake up one day and decide you want to be an actor. Uh, today, I'm bringing John back because he and I have been talking about something that is rarely decided. Discussed. And that is, and this is why we're calling it, the ugly truth of Hollywood acting, of being an actor in especially Hollywood, uh, televisions and, and television and movie uh, industries, uh, all, all of the above. Uh, many times people come to Hollywood. And they say, I want to be a celebrity, or I want to be famous, or I want to be uh, an icon on Instagram and whatever. But it ain't that easy. And if it is easy, then you've got to be prepared for what you're going to experience. And a lot of it isn't very pretty. Uh, some people will only ever be struggling actors and you've got to decide what you want, uh, in, as far as, as, as your career goes. And you've got to decide exactly what you don't want. So we're going to talk to you about some ugliness, but at the same time, uh, there's some beauty in there as well. And John, you're on the phone with me now, man. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing great. I want to thank you, first of all, for even you know reaching out to me and telling me, you know what, I think we've got an episode that we could do that rarely is talked about. And so I want you to basically run this episode today. I'm going to have you just do a lot of talking. You've got a lot of ideas. And uh, so uh, one thing that you, you told me in the beginning was that you, you think that we need to discuss the difference between someone who desires to be a celebrity versus someone who feels called to be an actor. What do you mean by that? Uh, well, I think it, it gets confused now because of uh, all the outlets, because of Instagram and Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Red to whatever, uh, YouTube Red and all. Everybody's doing shows. There's like 10,000 movies and shows made every year. Right. And it gets confused, an actor. There are celebrities, there are personalities who, who do movies. They also do TV. They also promote their their wine or whatever they're making. They're not actors. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying to insult anybody. You can, you know, I drive fast sometimes down the 405, but I'm not a race car driver. You right, know what I mean? Right. So these are personalities. These are people that get tagged as an actor because they did a movie. Right. They did the movie because they're famous and producers wanted them in the movie to get butts in the seat, so to speak. Right. But they're not actors. Mm -hmm. So an actor can um, really get down after a while. Right. You, uh, 
well, there's a lot of people casting people, agents, managers. Everybody tries to get you to believe almost almost indirectly that acting is dead, that it's not a real thing anymore. Hmm. You have to have Instagram followers. And they try and get you to do that. And uh, it's bad. It's bad for an actor, for uh, someone who's a creative spirit right. and, and likes the work of an actor. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff can really get you down. Do you think, though, that it. that's a Hollywood thing? Do you think that, uh, you know, because I was a theater actor my entire career, and yeah. I know, of course, I was also, my career began in the 80s, and, and there was no internet. Right. Uh, uh, but I know now it's a whole different ball game. But uh, do you <laughs> differentiate that? I know, you know, there there's the difference. Uh, you know, when you're in Hollywood, you almost instantly have to bu- buy into the fact that you're going to have to be a personality. Are you saying, though, that, that, that you can reject that as a Hollywood uh, actor? Mm-hmm. Uh, see, here's the thing. I, I want to make sure that people know that I'm not famous, obviously, or you would have heard of me. I've been doing this for 25 years. I still have to have a day job. Mm-hmm. It's not something that, I, you know, I don't, anybody who claims that they can tell you how to become a rich and successful actor Mm-mm. is lying. Yeah, They're doing right. it to get money out of you. That's there right. is no blueprint. Mm-hmm. So you have to guide yourself. All right. And... Yeah, it, it gets confusing. That's why I wanted to, uh, I didn't want to start getting off topic. Mm-hmm. But this came to me, this idea came to me because of a book that I've been reading. And I'm not a self-help guy. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. I, I used to think it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you need self-help, then you're indicating that there's a problem. Otherwise, why would you need mm-hmm. this self-help? Right. So I wasn't a self-help guy, but... Like uh, right after my son was born, my wife and I got into serious financial trouble. I had to get a full time job, right? So I started to uh, what do you call it? Kind of downward spiral. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to talk about it. Actors are very social creatures. Right. Real actors are sociable. They may not look like it. A lot of people like De Niro and them. They say they're shy. They don't talk a lot. But we are sociable creatures. Mm-hmm. We are emotional creatures. Right celebrities personalities not so much they're more business minded they're more about how can i make dollars right and that's where they that's where their psyche comes from whereas actors are emotional so it's hard to talk about it right right and and the thing is we we uh, what we do as actors i don't know about you john but i think i think you'll agree as actors a lot of times what we're doing is we're processing the stuff that's inside of us through our characters and there that's a wonderful outlet and if you're not given the outlet as creative beings that we are as actors it it just stifles you as a human yeah. as a person and yes. and yet the competition let's let's talk about the competition uh you know thousands uh, tens of thousands out there who want to do exactly what we're doing maybe more um and that makes it very difficult uh, you know, for us to do what we as creative beings need to do. What have you done about uh, dealing with competition in this in this world in this uh, industry? Um, I I don't think I never think of it as competition. Okay. I, I do what I do. Okay. And then they have to decide if they want me in the movie or not. There you but go. I have to go at it from what I do. Right. And I'm not trying to compete with that guy because then you end up stepping out of yourself. Right. And trying to be like somebody 
else. I'm going to be like mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson because mm-hmm. that's who I want to be like. Right. Well, now you're not you anymore. That's right. So, that's right. But I, I do I do want to mention this this book. I have to because it's been huge for me. It's called The Master Key System. Okay. Um, it's free. You can get it online. Okay. Uh, there's this website called sacredtext.com. It's sacred-text, plural, dot com. When you get on there, search the website database, not the Google search, but the website database. Okay. Type in the master key system. It'll come up. And I'm going to link um, it. I'll link it in the show notes to this podcast so people can have access okay. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's free. Right. And it was sent out. He wrote this book in like 1919. It was, it's an old book. Wow. Okay. But I've been reading it for 10 years. It's become like my Bible. It's with me all the time. Wow. And I still, your mind has to it make room for it because some of the stuff is heady, mm-hmm. but it's it's sensible. It makes sense. He put it in a way where he under, he explains to you the physical and the mental and how they connect right. and how you create the world you're living in. The world you live in today was created by your thoughts yesterday, you know, right. this kind of thing. But it's not like the secret. Mm-hmm. It's it's more scientific. And I had my son start reading it because a couple of weeks ago I read a passage that I had read a hundred times before. And all of a sudden it clicked. And I went, oh, God, that's what he meant. Mm, and I, wow. I started thinking – Man, if somebody had just shown me this yeah. when I was Merrick's age, right, I'd be so much further along. Right. And then the bell, the bell hit me. Well, why are you not showing it to Merrick? Well, there you go. Which yeah. is my son, so, right? And Merrick is an actor. He, he, I worked with Merrick in one of my shows. Yeah. You know what a, yeah. a, a little, a little Spitfire. And I mean, yes. my goodness, you, you're you're teaching him young, and that is awesome because he will make a choice uh, at some point. Uh-huh. Do I want to do this? Now you brought him into my show because I was I needed a, a replacement for an actor I lost, and I thought, oh. Oh my gosh, this kid is awesome. But you know, at some point he's going to make a decision. And thankfully, you've given him the preface of this information yeah. to help him deal with, 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 uh, with what, you know, let's just keep calling it the ugly side. So tell me something, John. Um, yeah. you and I were talking before about. You know, you were just telling me, you know, listen, we need to talk about, you know, how to get through the ugly side. And you're you're giving us now a text that you think would be helpful. So let's move on to some nitty gritty. You talked about mm-hmm. that you wanted to talk about the truth about getting a good agent. What what do you what do you mean by that when you said that to me? Um that if you don't have recognizable credits, mm-hmm. just forget it. Okay. Forget it. Don't stress yourself out because they all say the same thing. Any any mid level high well, high level agency mm-hmm. just forget it because okay. you have to be a celebrity to get one. Right. Um, they come to you when it's time. Yeah. But the mid level agencies, if you don't have recognizable credits that everybody knows what they are, mm-hmm. they don't want to deal with you. Okay. Um, if you're 19 and really good looking and you got some raw talent, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. You might. You might land somebody and they'll develop you. But if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s or up and you don't have something that recognizable on your resume, just don't because it just aggravates you. Well, then how do you get something recognizable for putting on your resume? Okay, so Catch-22 again. I have talked about this a lot. Um, Yeah. 
so you just have to get out there, do some non-union work that might get you. You know, we talk about this a lot. And tell me your thoughts about the networking side of Hollywood, about getting out there, just doing it, getting in workshops, taking the non-union jobs, and trying to make as many connections as you can. And one thing can lead to another. And next thing you know, you have a recognizable piece of work that you can yes. yeah so tell me about yeah, your you, experience with that mm-hmm. you can get you get it referred to by a friend right. i had a friend he was actually in hargraves uh marlin mm-hmm. and and hargraves he, is a is a is an episodic a series that you and your wife have produced which is awesome i'm going to link it to this podcast but keep going yeah mm-hmm. and um he introduced me to an agent okay because he's a uh, uh, puerto rican Mm-hmm. So right now, that's a big thing. Not yeah. being uh, being a non-white gets you work, mm-hmm. and he got booked on a lot of TV shows. You know, under right. fives, one line, two lines, and he's a friend. He knows I know I can do my thing. So he mentioned me to his agent. Right. That's how I got that agent. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that agent is known for getting people under fives on network shows. Wow. And Marlon actually left because that's all he was getting. Okay. And he thought, um, he thought, I don't want to keep doing these under right. fives. I got to, so that's why he left, but it was good for me. Right. Um, but this is after 25 years. Yeah. See now if, yeah. if I was going to go back mm-hmm. and do it all over again, knowing what I know now, yeah. forget the unions, forget the agents, mm-hmm. go and work. If you're an actor, that's where you belong. Okay. So do as many non-union films as you can. Yep. Again, like you mentioned, get to know everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Work on everything. Mm-hmm. Start to the start to um, acquire a reputation. Yeah. Right. Of being good every time. Right. Regardless you, of the size of the role. Regardless, yes. if you have no lines or one line or or ten, twenty lines, the point is, is that you have to treat it well. Like they say, there's no bad actors. You know, there's no small uh, roles. They're just small actors, and so right. uh, there are a lot of bad actors. So let me take take back yes, that first are. part. And being a bad actor is usually somebody who just doesn't believe that that anything other than 150 lines in a in a role is worth doing. You have to treat every role uh, as if it is the Academy Award winning nominating role that you will get. Uh, you just have to give everything uh, 100%. Um, and, and so uh, I, I want to ask you, and you're, you're already getting into something I want to uh, talk about here in a moment about the long haul about you, you know, you're talking, you've been at this for 25 years. We're going to get into that a little more here in a few minutes. But before we leave the subject, give me, we talked, you talked to me earlier about, about false information coming out Mm -hmm. of the industry. Okay. Okay. I I have a feeling you've got some anecdotes for me in this regard. So why don't you talk to us and just open our eyes to false information that comes out of the industry? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> You've got way too many examples, but but whatever you can oh, come up with. Well, keeping it, again, geared towards actors. Yes, that's what we People that, mm-hmm. that have decided, I'm going to be an actor for the rest of my life. Yes. Wherever that leads. If, you, if that's you, mm-hmm. then you do not have to play the game. You mm-hmm. don't. Okay. Because you have that in you, it... it it, it kind of separates you from the crowd. And this is something that you have to keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't talk like this 
in casting director workshops no. and with an agent and stuff because then they think you're arrogant and they don't want to mess with you. Okay. And it's not arrogance. Know. It's just knowing know. mm -hmm. the truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How and, dare you? How dare you, you know, see the truth, you know? Right. And it's just, if you're an actor, just go do your thing. Mm -hmm. uh, casting directors will tell you, I had cast directors tell me you have to have more Instagram followers. Producers want, um, actors with a lot of Instagram followers. Mm -hmm. And I said, what producers? Who are you talking about? Yeah. They didn't have an answer. Oh. It's bullshit. They just mm -hmm. talk. Mm -hmm. They do these classes where yes. you're paying the money. Yes. And when they started in the early 90s, I loved them. They were great. Yeah. I got good feedback. I felt like the casting director was watching. Uh -huh. um, I got a couple calls. Uh -huh. But then it started to turn into classes. Right. Casting directors cannot teach you how to act. <laughs> no. They can't do it. Mm -mm. But they had to start doing something because yes. you're seeing the same casting director 10 times. Right. Why? Mm -hmm. So they start giving you this information mm -hmm. that just isn't true because they're dragging you. They're 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 pulling you along. They're hooking you into yeah. their own little uh, the, their own little game. Uh, it 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 it's just self serving for them, but it's just dragging you along uh, for a ride that really is wasting your time. Yeah, so you can go and see them once, once right. or twice. Yeah, but then you—that's it. Three strikes, you're out, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just I tell you, I uh, and and let me build on this too from my own personal experience because I've been in the business thirty five years, and and I remember in the eighties uh, going to casting uh, director workshops and and various things where, and they would even though I would pay hundreds of dollars, I would have these fantastic headshots, but it seems like they were always trying to get you to go with someone that they owed a favor to so i would always be told well the reason you're not making it or the reason we're not giving you an opportunity is because your headshots aren't good enough i i i bought it i bought it so i would plunk plunk down another 500 to somebody that they recommended this is our, my this is our point people if you're listening to the show Use your gut instincts. Uh, stay true to yourself. Definitely, we believe in training. We believe in 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 you know obviously getting uh you know not uh, I don't believe in being so arrogant that you say I don't need to 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 take any advice. Take our advice. That's all I'm saying is take this advice. If you take none other, get some training and follow your heart. And just keep working, right? Wouldn't you say that? Just to keep working, you know? Yes, keep pro keep progressing, keep, keep getting better, keep getting. You better. have to you have to look at your own work, and right. you decide is it good enough, right? Right. And then and then decide what's wrong with it. What am I seeing that is just making my skin crawl? I can't stand that. I keep doing that with my hand. I don't like that tone of voice I have. Right. So go and change it. Well, now, do you do act, you do you do acting workshops where you get feedback from the class? And you know, I we they always say the audience is always right. The audience. Um, what what do you think about getting uh, uh, industry not industry but but uh, peer feedback from you know um, other actors? No, I I don't like it. Oh, okay. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I Zanuck, the the he's a famous producer from the seventies. He mm -hmm. said the audience doesn't know what they want. You have to tell them. No, oh, wow. And okay. I believe that. I believe that. I think human beings are creatures of habit, which is why Netflix has the same movie yes. over and over again with just different actors right. because they think, well, they watch this, they'll watch this, and right. people will just keep doing 
what they do. That's right. But the artist, the producer, the director, the writer, they have to know what do people really want? What do they really need? Right. And that's what we have to do. So getting advice and feedback from other actors Mm-hmm. It's only good if they're true actors and they're not sucked into the game because well, then and, their opinions yeah, yeah, right. are going to veer towards changing you. <laughs> yeah, and, and never know, you never know what their motive is, too, uh, right, especially right. If, if it's uh, somebody in your same genre or in your same age group, uh, whatever. You know, uh, I hate to tell you this, guys. Here's another piece of advice. Uh, you know, you're you're going to deal with a lot of uh, competition. I used that word before and it's underhanded and it can be, it can be slimy. And so you have to be careful. I will say this though, if you can find a good acting workshop with a great teacher, with somebody who's proven and, uh, those are the people whose feedback you really need. I mean, just to get, you know, you, you just, I grant it, natural ability is one thing, uh, but we certainly don't want to turn the mirror on ourselves. We would rather have somebody who really understands what it is to be an actor. And if they see that we are too, you know, stifled in our, in our characterization or something, sometimes they can help us as, as, as very, you know, uh, experienced teachers to bring yeah. out to bring us out of, of that shell, whatever. Um, what other well, that's the mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. I, I realize this is just a whole nother show if we get into acting. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not looking at yourself in the mirror and, mate, that's horrible. That's not right. what you do. Oh, Everything's sure. from the inside out. Right. But, but I, I do want to mention, because it doesn't happen often enough, I have a great acting coach that I've been with for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And this was after I took – uh, the Meisner classes in oh, North yeah. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I studied with a, a lady from the actor's studio who was Strasberg. Mm-hmm. And I got into this class and it was almost like the master key system. It just, the first class, he sat you in a chair, shut the lights off. He said, he said, when I turn the lights on, you're in a car and you're getting pulled over by the cops. And he turned the lights on just for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. And then he said, okay, now uh, you got pulled over by the cops you hit something and you don't know what it is. Yeah. And then what, what did, uh, then you turn the lights back on? Right. Yeah. Another five seconds. Then he said, you've been drinking, you hit somebody, you hit something, you don't know what it was and you're, you got pulled over right. and you turn them back. And every time he give you a little more, a little oh, more. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this was, he's Stanislavski based. His oh, name's yeah. Jamie, Jamie Palinetti. Okay. He's in, um, North Hollywood? Atwater. Oh, Atwater okay. Playhouse. Uh-huh. This was, and I want to mention him because he's an extraordinary teacher. Right. Not just a coach, but he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. He has a book called, oh, shit, I forget, it's three A's, something about artists mm-hmm. and actors. And, well, well um, I'll, I'll, att- I'll go to Amazon and I'll get his information and link it to this podcast because that's what this podcast is about. Yes, we are doing the Ugly Truth sec- uh, episode, yes, but we're also trying to give you, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, going, going, okay, ending with it can be beautiful. So we have oh, to yeah. give you some some beautiful tips for. How it only to, gets ugly if you if you veer from who you are. There you go. Ugly. There you go. Now I want to since we only have a few minutes left though, and this yeah. has just been, I mean, this is difficult stuff. But uh, but let's since we've ended with you know you giving us the name of of a, of a great teacher who has a great book out, which we're going to link. Give us 
your a couple minutes on your secret to being in this business for the long haul. You said you you had a secret. So what what would that be? Uh, oh, did I say that? You did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, how about just give uh, us a couple tips? Uh, for being in it in the long haul, it's just because you don't have a choice because you're that's an actor, right. and that's that's the way it goes. Yeah, right. But that book, the Master Key System, is probably my secret. The is, Master Key System. Okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just you have to read it. There's exercises. You do one chapter a week, no more. Okay. And you just keep rereading the chapter and do the exercise. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it just it changes you. It yeah. changes you. And how does it? Okay, so uh, without giving us uh, an entire summary of the book, just how yeah. how exactly did it change you? So uh, you know, we we don't usually promote uh, certain you know methods, yeah, yeah. but but at the same time, hey, you're a working actor. Tell us what what that book did for you. It's the same thing. It opens you up to the truth. Okay, that everything in your life was created by you. Okay. So if you don't like something in your life, you have to change it. You have the absolute power to change it. So it it removes victimization because, you know, we constantly want to blame everybody for victimizing us. But instead, this is saying, all right, change it. I mean, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and he tells, (laughs) yeah, some of those chapters, just Merrick, too, when he read that, he read one thing in the first chapter and he got a little teary-eyed. Oh, Wow. And that's happened to me many times while reading it. Wow. It just kind of it just kind of hits you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it makes you very emotional cuz it's like getting the truth about something that has been hidden from you forever. But but once it comes out you realize you've probably known it forever. It just oh, had yeah, to yeah. be illuminated. It had to be brought out. Yes. Wow, that is powerful. So so for you, you found this book that has helped you to just realize that all this stuff that goes on when you're an actor in Hollywood dealing with all, let's just call it what it is, discrimination. Uh, mm-hmm. You're dealing with, you know, uh, so much, uh, and I called it competition earlier, and you and you really do deal with competition. Now, I hate to say it, but when you have discrimination, you also deal with competition. And and there's so many other things that we have to deal with um you know that a book like this and 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 we're not saying that this is the way to get through i mean this is how john did it but we're going to link this to 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 the episode and i think this is uh you know this t- to me now i want to go back to one thing though before we end mm. this and i only have about another minute but you said something about you know i asked you about the truth about getting an agent and 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 that actually is the truth about basically getting your foot in the door we yeah. we, we you would say and i think we we came came up came to the conclusion that it's it's really networking you're never going to be able just to or you know just just to send a letter uh with your resume right. and it's very rare unless like you said you're 19 and gorgeous um so would you say then basically in a nutshell it's just keeping on auditioning getting jobs and 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 networking is is that the key? Uh, listening to yourself. Listening to yourself. I would say is the key is okay. to get is to start training yourself to be quiet and listen for the answer for whatever whatever you need. Right. And yes, networking is huge, but not going to every networking event because mm. some of them are bullshit. Yep. And you get you get in with the wrong crowd. Right. And they can start to poison your mind. Oh boy. So you gotta you gotta know where to go. Yeah. 
And see, that's uh, that's a big deal in Hollywood is that uh, a lot of people are not out for your best interest. A Most lot, of them are not. No, they're not. And this is this is why we're calling this episode the ugly truth. Uh, I th- I'm afraid that the, it is the young the younger actors who move out to Hollywood and they think, oh my God, I got this opportunity to go to a Hollywood party, and they go and they start realizing, oh my God, I've gotten myself. Well, I will tell you, there there's there's an the uglier side of Hollywood would be pornography. There's just so much, uh, you know, there there's uh, sex trafficking. There's a lot of ugly and drugs. Obviously, drugs, uh, oh, yeah. and you want to keep your yourself clean. You want to keep everything about you so honed and focused. Um, how do you personally, John? Last question: How do you yeah. avoid all that negativity, other than just you know staying true to yourself, like you said, and reading a book? Uh, yeah. Is it a matter of just uh, of just walking away? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's following your instincts. You walk into a room, yeah, and if you really feel uncomfortable and you think I don't know who these people are, you just excuse yourself. You, yeah. you know, if you have to, you say I don't yeah. feel well. I got to go. You get yeah. out. And if you're given an offer to do a job. Just because it's an offer to do a job doesn't mean you need to take it. Use your gut. No. Use your yeah. gut. I mean, these sometimes the jobs is, is sounds much better than it actually, and it can ruin your career because you don't want to get caught doing some 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 bad stuff and later on be be rejected because you've got that in your history, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, man, I am so glad you got a hold of me the other day. This, this, this is an uncomfortable episode, but it's one that needed to be said and done. And I hope a lot of people hear it and that they take us. <laughs> They take every sentence in and absorb it. And I'm going to link all of these things we've talked about to the podcast. And hopefully some of uh, some of these uh, uh, some of the listeners are going to be better for it. Thanks, John, so much. Stay on the line. And thank you so much, guys, for listening. This has been The Actor's Guide. Tag, you're it. This has been The Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.